This podcast episode is brought to you by Coors Light. These days, everything is go, go, go. It's nonstop hustle all the time. Work, friends, family expect you to be on 24-7. Well, sometimes you just need to reach for a Coors Light because it's made to chill. Coors Light is cold lagered, cold filtered, and cold packaged. It's as crisp and refreshing as the Colorado Rockies. It is literally made to chill. Coors Light is the one I choose when I need to unwind. So when you want to hit reset, reach for the beer that's made to chill. Get Coors Light in the new look delivered straight to your door with Drizzly or Instacart. Celebrate responsibly. Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. Blue Wire. You're listening to the Raider Cody Podcast, the official podcast of RaidersBeat.com. When you have great coaches... Then after you have great coaches, you get great players, you have a great organization, and you tell them one thing. Just win, baby. You're going to get everything I got. Everything I got. Give me everything you got. Do it for the man next to you. Let's go. Let's go, Raiders on three. One, two, three. Let's go get this. We talk about rebuilding, rebuilding. How do you rebuild? I don't think that Gruden came in to rebuild. I think he came to set his roster on fire. What is up, Raider Nation? Uh, man, I'm going to apologize in advance real quick, actually, because my voice is absolutely gone. Uh, last night's game was nuts. Um, I think I was actually even losing it in the parking lot, shouting at all the, the Broncos fans coming through. Pretty sure, I, pretty sure I lost it even before I got inside the Coliseum. Uh, but speaking of the tailgate, uh, shout out and thank you to everybody that came through, said what's up, uh, grabbed some grub, man. We, we pretty much burned through seven tri-tips, crap loaded chicken had all kinds of hot links we had macaroni salad um all of it got destroyed it's always good to come home with with almost no leftovers uh maybe a little something to snack on on the way home um but that was also cool too man we we ended up we bought two spots right we had two parking spots for the one truck and barbecue um so we just had the other one full of tables and chairs we had the easy up setup for everyone to hang out under um so whenever we packed up and went inside there was an empty spot there so then whenever we came back out uh, you know, like little street dog people that set up. Well, one of them was in a car and and, and she pulled up in the empty spot. So whenever we left, uh, we just so happened to have one of the street dog ladies right there by the truck. And that was, that was perfect. Uh, got ourselves, uh, uh, the infamous street dogs on the way home, man. You can't ever, you can't ever skip out on one of those whenever you go to Oakland. But, uh, yeah, guys, if you listen to my episode that, that just dropped, shoot, what day would that have been? Was that Sunday morning? Um, I was fired up. I was fired up. We needed this win. We absolutely needed this win. I mean, that that's what was going to settle all this smoke right now. We had a fire that burned over the weekend. The smoke was still there. This settled the smoke. We're all good. I mean, really, for the most part, that offense looked like it was absolutely clicking. Now, the Broncos aren't a great team. They're not a great team. Not that their defense isn't a good defense though they still have a great defense they still have von miller they still have bradley chubb who might i add combined for zero sacks i mean denver altogether had zero sacks we our offensive line held there i'm going to talk about the game in a minute see i'm trying to hold off and i'm just getting too fired up i'm already rolling into the game but i mean they do still have a good defense They, they they got these guys they have chris harris still back there just because they're not a good team doesn't mean this wasn't a good test for our offense uh, without that one guy, whatever his name is, I forget who it is, uh, New England now, but 
this was a great test, and I think we stood up tall and played great. But one announcement actually this week. After releasing that wide receiver, whose name I will not say on this podcast, uh, the Raiders did fight back, and they were able to sign uh, wide receiver Keelan Dossover from the Jacksonville practice squad. Uh, they did, took a couple tries. Um, initially, whenever we had the open roster spot, we took a shot at him. Uh, Jacksonville gave him a little bit of a pay raise, and guess what? The Raiders took a bigger shot at him, um, ensured that he came over to the silver and black, so he might be the highest paid undrafted free agent ever. Um, but it's definitely good that we got him back. We filled up that empty roster spot. Um, I think that he's definitely uh, the better option over Marcel Aitman, who's on the practice squad. Uh, so I'm, I'm very happy to have the local guy back over. Huge story after Hard Knocks. And hey, now we at least get one guy on our team that was featured on Hard Knocks. I mean, just about every other player was gone after the show was over. So um, it's good to have one guy that we know a lot about um, after that HBO special. Uh, but I'll tell you one thing, guys. I'm going to quit messing around here. We got, we got a little content to get into. We still got to hear from Kenny King here in a little bit. Um, so let's go ahead and uh, let's jump into this game review. So if you notice, we pretty much opened this game up uh, the same way we did against the Cardinals, which was the only time we saw the starting offense in the preseason. And I think that's going to be our blueprint. Um, with Josh Jacobs in there able to pound the rock, um, and even with our two backup guards, we pretty much just went pound the ball, pound the ball, and then hopefully uh, if we don't have the first down, we're picking up you know, uh, like a third and short. And that's kind of how this ended up here. Ended up, after two runs, uh, we ended up with, with a third and four. Picked it up, kept moving the ball down the field, um, kept handing the ball off to, to Josh Jacobs. And even though he's not picking up big yards, those few three, four yards, two yards even, I mean, that's keeping the defense honest. That's setting the tone for the rest of the night that we're going to be pounding this ball. Um, and at one point, running the ball just about, you know, was kind of winning the game for us, really picking up, especially at the end, I'll get to that. But just because it doesn't always look pretty, uh, we got to keep running that ball and keeping them honest. But that first drive, it was actually as soon as I walked through the cut into the Coliseum, um, I missed most of it uh, at the beginning. I had to review it later this morning. But um, ended with Derek Carr threading the needle to Tyrell Williams for a touchdown. Um, I called him out on Twitter. I said, Tyrell, man, next man up. Let's go. Let's eat. And uh, he definitely did. He stepped up. Uh, first drive right there. Clutch catch. Touchdown. Bam. Raiders were up. 7 nothing. Then the defense comes out. Um, absolutely makes a statement. And I mean, really, what more can you ask for um, than for the the defense to force a three and out on their first possession? Uh, so that definitely kept things kept things rolling there. It looked good, man. Our first two possessions, offense and defense, um, for sure had me fired up, especially with a, with a Denver Broncos team that, uh, for the most part, has been gelled for the last couple of years. Uh, they haven't changed a whole lot. They've only lost a few guys. Um, so for the Raiders to come out and make a statement on both of those, um, I was super amped and it was pretty clear. I think right there that this game was going to be, if it stayed in this pace, uh, was going to be rolling in our direction. Um, then the Raiders next drive resulted in a punt, but it was a long drive. We did move the ball quite a bit, did result in a punt. Um, this actually kind of turned into a little, uh, game of punts here. We had like three or four punts in a row. Then the Raiders got the ball back here and they had themselves a nice drive for sure. We had two false starts right off the bat. Um, and I think we were already down kind of by like the I don't know if it was like the five or six yard line, um, maybe the eight yard line, if I remember right. And we had two false start penalties, um, one on Devy, one on Trent Brown. And I think that might've been the last time we got a false start the rest of the game. I think that was the, the third false start altogether. 
um, pushed us back to the two-yard line. Um, and then from there, man, we pretty much opened the field up at one point. You know, we, we got out of uh, that danger area. We pounded the ball a little bit. Um, Josh Jacobs really got us out of some holes. Um, and then we tossed a 43-yard bomb to no other than Tyrell Williams. Uh, stepping up, playing some big boy ball. Uh, got into enemy territory just about in the red zone right there. And we actually saw Derek uh, tuck the ball and scramble a little bit. Um, it was good to see him. I know uh, I know a lot of Raider fans have been on him about uh, moving his legs a little bit more. He's able to step up in the pocket, see that everyone's covered, uh, pick up a short gain, nothing crazy, but it set us up um, for a third and five right there. Uh, shoot, maybe on the 10 to 15, somewhere in that area. Like I said, I'm, I'm kind of just going off memory here at this point. Um, but it wasn't necessarily third and five. It was actually more uh, third and Renfro. Hunter Renfro came up with a clutch catch uh, right there, pretty much on the goal line. Um, and that set us up right there. Bam, Josh Jacobs um, pushed it in. And, man, stellar night for Josh Jacobs. Like I said, I mean, it's not like he was out there making a lot of huge plays. Um, he didn't really need to. Uh, but he took advantage of his opportunities for sure, and he man, he fought for those extra yards, and that's what we need. We haven't had that for a while. Uh, that's what everybody loves so much about Marshawn Lynch. Uh, he'd get the ball, he'd uh, hit a defender, you know, is his saying. Uh, hit a bleep bleep in his face, I guess you could say. Um, he, he was he's he, Josh Jacobs, not quite Marshawn Lynch, a um, little bit different style runner. Uh, but it's cool to see whenever he gets stood up with a defender, he's able to fight for those extra yards. Um, push his way into the end zone. It was cool to see him uh, even stretching across the goal line with the ball, knowing where he's at. Had some really good awareness on that point. So hint, hint, Madden ratings adjuster. Make sure you pick up Josh Jacobs' uh, awareness a little bit there. But yeah, that pretty much put us right up 14-0. Uh, we're in total command of this game at that point. Uh, we're just about to go into the second half. I think the Denver Broncos maybe had like one more uh possession it was like a like they almost had like a two minute drill going into halftime um and we're able to we're able to stop them we're able to push them back um i believe now if i can if i can get this right at one point there was a pretty deep pass to where they could maybe at least set themselves up for a field goal but i believe there's an offensive penalty pushed them back um held them to a like a 64 yard or 65 yard field goal try something absolutely nuts on the dirt um and it was funny because they they called that timeout i don't know who i don't know if it was us to ice the kicker or what it was but he had like a little practice shot and it looked terrible absolutely terrible like you uh, he wasn't even close i mean it was probably like a like a 40 yard kick um so he got the re-kick um and came up just short it was pretty close i'll give him credit it was pretty it was pretty close but uh came up short on the 64 yarder so we headed in halftime 14 nothing total command of the game and I was just absolutely losing my mind. And, you know, here's the thing, too, about the, the Oakland and Denver matchup now. Uh, the last three times that Denver has come into Oakland, um, Oakland has outscored them in the first half 45 to nothing um, in the last three games combined, uh, which is nuts. And here we are <laughs> at halftime of the podcast, and I feel like I'm at halftime of the game because I'm still just losing my voice as we speak. So like I said, I really apologize for how I sound right now. I probably sound terrible. I'm trying to make do with what I got, but absolutely amped. We're going into the third quarter here, but you can tell whenever we came out in the second half now, or after halftime, uh, we went a little conservative. Offense was pretty conservative, not taking any big shots, um, resulted in a few punts that resulted in Denver driving down. They picked up a couple field goals. 
at one point it was like 14-6. Um, and then we decided, I guess, to take the top off again to none other than Tyrell Williams. I think it was almost like a 30-yard catch down the field. Uh, kept pushing the ball a little bit. Another Josh Jacobs four-yard touchdown run put us up 21-6. to um, Like I said, then again, stadium's nuts. I mean, last night's vibe was killer for sure. Um, and then from there, man, um, it was pretty much the end of the game. I, I guess they pushed us a little bit towards the end. Yeah, you know, there's a little bit of a worry factor. I guess it kept the fans around at least for sure. Uh, they got like a last minute touchdown, gave them the chance. They could have got the ball back. Um, but the Raiders were able to, you know, pick up some yards there. Um, Josh Jacobs, I think that was one of his biggest runs staying on his feet. He kept the drive alive at least kept the ball moving didn't let Denver get the ball back in their hands um was perfectly executed by our offense to go out there and just okay look this is bully ball we ain't gonna throw it we're gonna make you burn your timeouts um they did they kept the ball in their possession into the game was good stuff man um and at the end of the game uh Derek Carr uh ended uh 22 for 26 with 259 yards uh one touchdown and zero interceptions and then a running back out of the backfield man had uh he had a total of 24 touches um, that was actually with 23 carries for 85 yards and two touchdowns. Um, and then, of course, he had 28 receiving yards. That was on that one big reception. Uh, that was huge for him, man. That's exactly what we got him for was just to be that threat out of the backfield. We don't have to use it a lot, um, but, you know, toss it in there every once in a while. Let him ground and pound a little bit um, and then let him catch a pass out of the backfield. Let him light him up in the open field. Um, Josh Jacobs was definitely, I think, uh, him and Tyrell Williams were the MVPs of the offense last night. Tyrell Williams ending with six receptions, 105 yards, and a touchdown. Um, I mean, the chunk of that coming from that big 43-yard catch. Um, but a lot of the rest of them, man, were just absolutely clutch. Um, that final one, that I think it was like maybe like 24, 26 yards um, down there by the goal line, just kind of threading the needle. Uh, Big-time catch and double coverage right there. Uh, man, looked freaking good i mean what can you even say at this point man um our our two biggest worries coming into this were offensive line and defensive line and at the end of the day offensive line stepped up Derek carr went untouched he could wear that jersey to next week's game because it looks absolutely flawless it's clean did not get touched at all um and then you look at our defensive line, a lot of stuff. There's a couple coverage uh, coverage sacks in there. But for the most part, our defense just got after it. And not even just our defense, a couple guys in our secondary. Carl Joseph and LaMarcus Joyner were flying around out there, uh, making a lot of big-time tackles. And I'll tell you one thing, Jonathan Abram is everything that we expected. The dude was a heat-seeking missile. Heat-seeking missile, man. Uh, he was going out there um, absolutely tearing dudes up. And don't and don't blame him for the Gary Conley injury. Um, that's just kind of a freak thing that happened. It's not like he went in there with his head down and wiped him out. Um, and just kind of just kind of a freak thing. That that kind of stuff's going to happen, and we can't really control that. Um, but a lot of our guys came in. Man, Vontez Perfect came in, played great. Uh, Max Crosby on the snaps that he got played great. Um, really coming across, making a lot of good. I mean, gosh, I mean, at one point I think he had to tackle behind the line on a run that wasn't even going his direction. Um, just effort. I mean, those those are effort plays, and that's what we got Max Crosby for that high motor um, and his relentless effort. Uh, but our entire defensive line—that's that's, that's kind of what's I think going to make our our defensive line unique. We don't have these we don't have these big names. We don't have these superstars, of course, right? Um, but I think we have a pretty healthy combination of guys uh, to come in a rotation and 
actually, you know, make some moves. I mean, we've seen we've seen Paul in the preseason send a lot of blitzes. Um, I didn't quite see that this uh, that much uh, for the Monday night game. I might have to rewatch it, but um, for the most part, a lot of the stuff was coverage sacks, which was good for our secondary. Um, Garyon Conley's out there playing pretty well. He had a, he had a couple, you know, bad balls. That's okay. That's still going to happen with him. Um, Daryl Worley didn't look susceptible to really anything. Trayvon Mullen, whenever he came in to fill in for Conley, looked great. Um, he gave it that one like late touchdown, um, but that's okay. That's all right. Like I said, those, he, they they can't all be shut down corners all the time. These catches are going to happen. Uh, Joe Flacco's got to get, I guess, some yards throughout the game. We can't shut him down all the way, guys. Um, but man, it's just, it's good to get on here and talk about a win. Uh, first win of the season, one and zero, undefeated, probably, I would say the most needed win of the season to fire this thing off. Um, looking really good, but what I'm going to do here is I'm going to take a quick break. Um, that's our post game wrap up, uh, final score, of course, being 24 to 16 game was killer, man, for sure. But we're going to take this quick break provided by blue wire. And when I come back, maybe uh, Kenny King will be joining me uh, if he's uh, uh, awake and alive and ready to rock, ready to record here uh, first thing in the morning. Like I said, this is a little little off for us on timing. Um, but yeah, let's take this short break and I'll be right back. Every guy looks better and feels more confident when he puts on a suit. There's one problem. Guys keep buying generic off-the-rack suits. That's why Blue Wire is pumped to partner with Indochino for an amazing deal on a new suit. Indochino is the world's leading made-to-measure menswear company. They make suits and shirts to your exact measurements for an unparalleled fit and comfort. Looking to get married? They have tons of options for those looking to outfit their wedding party. It's so easy to get started. Visit a stylist at one of Indochino's 40 showrooms in North America and have them take your measurements personally. Or measure at home yourself and shop online at Indochino.com. This week, Raider Cody podcast listeners can get any premium Indochino suit for just $369 at Indochino.com when entering Blue Wire at checkout. Plus, shipping is free. That's Indochino.com promo code BLUEWIRE for any premium suit for just $369 and free shipping. This is an incredible deal for a premium made-to-measure suit. Once you go custom, you don't go back. If you found $100 on the street, would you pick it up or keep walking? Of course you'd take the money. So why do you keep picking winners and not betting on them? That's why I go to MyBookie. It's fast, it's easy, and they pay when you win. Let's face it, where you're betting is just as important as who you're betting on. Do the smart thing. If you're going to bet this football season, bet with MyBookie. Did you know you could bet on games after kickoff? If by the second half it looks like your bet is going to lose, you could always just take the other side. If you're the kind of guy that likes to bet a little and win a lot, try a parlay. If your picks come through, you'll multiply your winnings. And no matter how you bet, the NFL season is the best time of the year. Join now and MyBookie will double your first deposit. Use promo code BLUEWIRE to activate the offer. That's promo code BLUEWIRE. Visit MyBookie.ag today. You play, you win, you get paid. So moving forward, we're going to close the show out the only way I know how. Um, I'm going to get my buddy Kenny King in here with me. Uh, he was at the game last night, stopped through the tailgate. A little late. It was a little late. I'm going to dress it with him. I got, I got some stuff to talk about with him about that, but it's all good, man. We're going to get Kenny King in here, and we're going to wrap this show up real quick. 
up, dog? <laughs> Kitty King, my man. What is up, dude? Man, I'm so fired up. I barely even slept last night. How you doing, brother? Dude, I'm telling you, man. We're coming off a huge win. 1-0, undefeated, feeling good, man. And my voice is absolutely shot. You how how are you still talking right now, Kenny King? You must be you must be a little bit more trained than I am at these games, bro. You know what I did? I slept with some halls in my mouth. That way they the vapors just penetrated the whole time. That way I could walk I could wake up just for this, baby. Oh, just man. for this. Melted some into your candles and set it next to your bed last night. <laughs> man, I, 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 I lit a candle for every single one of those Broncos fans that, that, that just had to take that flight home with a sad face. No, nah, I don't even care about them. I'm happy uh, about the Raider victory, baby. Dude, we needed that. We needed that. Earlier I said that this was probably the most needed win of the season because we, uh, we had a lot of smoke lingering, man, and that, that cleared the smoke, man. I'm feeling good about it. Oh, yeah, that cleared the smoke for sure. It was a statement win. It was a big win for the for the defense and the offense to come out there and just light it on fire. And the stadium was rocking last night. I know you could hear the chants. I heard the chants. I recorded the chants. <laughs> Dude, the chants were all – I love – man, I love Raider Nation. Oakland, Oakland, man, I mean, there's nothing like it, dude. It And honestly, I'm going to tell you, man, I feel like, it, like towards the end of that first quarter, beginning of that second quarter – uh, when the game was kind of still on the hinges of getting decided of what direction it was going to go. I don't know, man. It's been a while since I've heard the stadium that loud. I mean, it was loud. Oh, it was yeah. rocking. Like, you could feel it. Like, when you're sitting yeah. there and you're just feeling it, like, you feel like your eyeballs are shaking, like, you know the stadium's getting it all, man. Oh, it was it was lit, bro. And you know what? I, and I'm going to credit Amy Trask to this because she said the stadium was good for seven points, and we definitely put up that seven points. So, yeah. you know <laughs> – Raider Nation was in full effect last night. Everybody came fired up. It was a great home opener. It was a great way to close out the last home opener of the Coliseum. Man, it was I'm fired up. But let's let's get into this game, man. Let's get into this game. Dude, this game, bro, was lit. And I'm gonna tell you something. Actually, you know what? I, I'm gonna I'm gonna hold you off here for a second, Kenny. I wanna know about the tailgate first. What in the world? Man. Why were you so dang late, Kenny King? All right, let's put it this way. I, I run on color people time, so you know. Sometimes when I say five minutes, it's going to be like an hour. Um, you know what? You know now, what, real man. talk. <laughs> You're on the list. You're on the list, bro. Ah, oh, <laughs> no, real talk. I had to work. All right. I had to work. And then I got okay. home from work. And then I had to take an Antonio Brown before I left. And then, <laughs> and then I had to wait for my Uber. And my Uber took like 10 minutes to get to my house. And then the dude wanted to obey every single traffic law and drive 25 miles an hour. So I'm sitting there waiting. Missed two BART trains. Got on the bar, but hey, I was there. I you was were there. there. You made it. You made it. It was a little late, a little late, but better late <laughs> than never, man. It was cool, man. Exactly. It was good stuff, man. We knocked out. We knocked out all kinds of tri-tip, man. We knocked out all the food. Uh, shout oh, out man. to everybody was... that showed up, man. That was some good stuff. I, I kept getting questions, man. Everyone's like, Raider Cody, Raider Cody, where you at? And then they'd be like, where's Kenny King? I'm like, I'm asking myself the same dang question. <laughs> where is Kenny King Jr., man? I felt like oh, I was bro. John Gruden on Hard Knocks. I'm like, has anybody <laughs> seen my friend? Kenny King, I like that guy. Has anybody seen my friend, man? I was gonna come in here. I was gonna come in in a hot air balloon, but uh, (laughs) but I think it left on the way to uh, on the way to New England. Yeah, freaking sucker, man. I tell you what, but hey, that was a statement game. I hope that dude was watching right there and and understand what he's missing out on because he. I mean, at some point now after the game last night, I kind of feel like I mean he might be the most hated player in all of Raider Nation. But 
I kind of want to thank him because, I mean, dude, he put a chip on these guys' shoulders. They wanted to go out there and make a statement, and they did, bro. Oh, yeah. I haven't seen the defense play that good in a long time. And, yeah. you know, granted, it's the Broncos, but they got some playmakers on that squad, so I'm not going to take anything against them. You know, they have a quarterback who's supposedly elite. Um, they've got, you know, they've got a great running back in Phillip Lindsay and another one in Royce Freeman. And they've got a great receiver in Emmanuel Sanders who, who's been around for a long time and who's been doing it. So I'm not going to take anything away from him. But one thing I will say that I, that I will take away from him is that their two stud pass rushers did not touch Derek Carr. <laughs> rumor rumor it, has it rumor has it that Derek Carr is going to be wearing that same jersey next week because it's so clean. <laughs> right. And, you know, and Raiders Twitter told me that Colton Miller was trash. Oh yeah, that's right. But wasn't he? Uh, he laid the main block to seal the game, didn't he? He did. He did indeed. That boy was on fire. I tell you what, you got a you got a healthy Colton Miller. You got a healthy Trent Brown. I, I, I DC gonna go off. I'm telling you, bro. I'm telling you, that was some good stuff. Now looking at looking at our side, uh, playmakers, man. Who stood out to you? Um, guys that stood out to me uh, on the defensive side of the ball. Uh, one guy I got I got to give big props to is Vontez Perfect. Um, you know, a lot of people were, were worried about, you know, his athleticism, um, his ability to cover, his ability to uh, to make plays. And he was in there. I heard his name called in every single play. He mm-hmm. was there everywhere he was supposed to be. So that part, Vontez Burfick stood out. Another guy that stood out to me, I got I to gotta say, laying the wood, making big plays, got flagged a couple times, but I'll take it. <laughs> Jonathan Abram. Yeah. <laughs> My man had dudes out there flopping like salmon. <laughs> oh man, I love Jonathan Aper, man. He's not going to go out there, and he's not going to be just like some crazy standout guy. But when he can get his uh, sight set on something, man, he, I mean, dude's coming in like a heat-seeking missile, uh, just like laying dudes out. Like you don't don't run across this guy. They don't want to. I guarantee you. I mean, he starts making a name for himself. And that's what I love the most about having him and KJ. Oh yeah. I mean, it's not just going to be the fact that. You know, they're pretty decent players. Quarterbacks aren't going to want to throw their way because they're going to feel like they're getting their wide receiver hurt at that oh, point. Oh, yeah, we got hitters. We got hitters you. back there. A uh, couple other guys that stood out to me, uh, Josh Jacobs. I got to give Josh Jacobs mad props. Yeah. First rookie running back with 100 yards and two touchdowns since LaDainian Tomlinson. Some good stuff, man, on, the, on, his, <laughs> on his first game right there, right? Like that? In his first game. In his that first game, yeah. That is good yeah. stuff, man. That is good stuff. I love me some JJ, man. He's going to be the, I guess, the the centerpiece that completes this offense, especially now, man. Um, but, I mean, I'm not going to lie. I don't feel like, I mean, we, I don't think our offense hit their full potential last night. I feel like we were just kind of toying with the Broncos. I mean, we didn't get, oh. in my opinion, I feel like we could have had the ball way more. We could have executed way more plays. We could have used, you know, a little bit more involvement from some of our guys. I mean, Hunter Renfro stepped up on some big catches, which is exactly who I expect him to be. But I think he can get involved more. I think J.J. Nelson can open up the field here and there. But, man, as of now, if they're going to keep leaving Tyrell Williams one-on-one, dude's (laughs) going to keep eating, man. Come on, man. Exactly. Exactly. You know, the funny thing is, uh, you know, a lot of people said that he's not a number one. And, you know, he, he he proved to a lot of people last night that he's a number one. He was a number one man. He played like a dang number one. And, yeah, he did. Uh, I'm I'm a little mad I didn't pick him up on my fantasy team. Man. I don't think I got him on. <laughs> I don't know if I got him on any of them, bro. Like I'm like, oh man, I'll have to I'll have to check it out, man. But I'm I'm a little. I think that's my only Raiders player I don't have. And I'm like, dude, this guy's gonna light it <laughs> up. 
Speaking of speaking of fantasy, didn't I beat you this week? Look, bro. Okay, hold on a second. <laughs> backtrack. Let's backtrack. I just checked it. I just checked it this week. I've been. Ooh, man. I got to get my stuff together. I'm gonna sit here real quick. I'm gonna make some excuses. I don't even. I haven't even been paying attention to fantasy football. But you did give me a loss. But here's my thing. I checked it. I checked it this morning. I scored like 145 points. What do I got to do to get a win? Like, bro, like, you <laughs> scored like 160 <laughs> something. I'm like, bro, what's up with this? Gonna beat anybody hey, at least, else? At least you didn't leave 140 points on the bench. Yeah, Fall- Fallon Smith's uh, bench could have beat me. That's for sure. <laughs> Good is gracious. Yeah, some good stuff. Fantasy football is always fun on the side, man. A little rivalry on the sides, but absolutely, uh, absolutely. man, got to tell it. you what that dang game last. I can't get over it, bro. I can't even talk. You know, it almost hurts for me you, to talk, and I can't quit talking about it. You know, for me, <clears throat> for me, I think the thing that set the tone for the game is before the game, you saw Max Crosby and Cleveland Farrell go over to the black hole and dap up the fans. Yeah, and they got they got the stadium rocking right there. You got the two yeah. youngsters going in there. Just going in, getting the black hole fired up, and that set the stadium off. That set the tone for the game, and that set everybody off. Because Cleveland Farrell also had his first set. Yeah. Yeah. No, um, wait, hold on. He got a sack. uh, Everyone told me that he wasn't very good. I thought he wasn't worthy. I heard he wasn't elite. (laughs) I heard he wasn't worth the fourth-round pick. Man, I'm telling you what. Freaking even uh, Arden Key, man. I mean, his sack came with, I think it was more of a coverage sack, but... I mean, it showed that he never stopped. He never gave up. Um, whenever Flacco got through his reads and couldn't find anybody, there was Arden Key, man, right there waiting for him. That's what we got him for. Uh, Credit Preston like Buckner, man. Yeah, dude. Preston Buckner is going to be stepping it up. And, you know, I even think, too, when it came to the defense, I feel like we didn't even – I mean, I felt like we attacked Arizona uh, a little bit more aggressive than how we even oh, yeah. attacked Denver. You know what I mean? So I feel like this defense, if need be, needs to start sending some more blitzes and get some more pressures. Um, I think we definitely can if we need to. Absolutely. Absolutely. I think that, you know, I think we're going to see that next week, too. I think that, you know, you're going to put a little more pressure on Mahomes. Um, They're going to they're definitely going to attack the ball. You have a a lot faster team, so you're going to need to get in his face a lot faster. And their their offensive line is is a little bit worse than than what they have in Denver. So I think you're going to see you're going to see some schemes. You're going to see some stunts. uh, You're going to see some blitzes. I think that. Um, you got it. I mean, with with the with the Chiefs, you got to hit them. You got to hit them fast. You got to hit them hard. You got to hit them often. That was some good stuff, Kenny King. You last night, man, was one of the best games I've been to in a while. It was much anticipated. Um, turned into being very more anticipated than what I even expected. Everybody was fired up. Exactly what I wanted, man. Everybody was fired up. Um, but I'm gonna tell you what. Now it's on to Kansas City, and I want to know, man. There ain't gonna be no Tyree Kill. Patrick Mahomes is a little gimpy. Uh, you got a message here for Kansas City, man. Tyreek Hill, you're lucky your little butt sitting in the hospital right now with a messed up shoulder. Because I'll tell you right now, if I, I saw you in the parking lot, I'd, I'd do it to you. But guess what? You ain't going to be there. So we're going to have to go against everybody that you got. We're going to go against every single one of your homies. Sammy Watkins, this is for you. Patrick Mahomes, this is for you. And guess what? It's Chiefs Week, baby. And we about to send Pat Mahomes. Raider Nation, that's how we wrap it up right there. Like I said, big win, 1-0, undefeated. On to Kansas City, man. The vibe this weekend was absolutely unreal. Exactly what we needed. The smoke is cleared. The smoke is settled. We're ready to get back to work, man. Things are looking good. Raider Nation's still looking up. The silver and black is back. Telling you what. But here's the thing, man. Now, I'm not going, okay, I know everyone thought that the tailgate party was a hit. 
Um, I'm not going to be there uh, next weekend for Kansas City. I won't be back until the Cincinnati Bengals game, and then I'll be there for the final game against the Jacksonville Jaguars. Not sure I'm going to have um, something quite that big. Um, I'm going with a pretty big group for Cincinnati. People are still welcome to come by, say what's up. Can't promise you I'm going to have a ton of food for anybody. Um, and then the final game, not sure it's going to be huge either. I'm going there with my wife. We're just going to kind of enjoy, you know, the final game, get the vibes. But like I said, it's still the same thing all the time. I'll drop my location for those two games, so keep an eye out. Um, but the rest of the way, besides those next two games, um, pretty much just going to be chilling at home, doing it from here. Um, we'll be wrapping up the post-game shows on time, so you'll probably be waking up to all the shows after the game. Uh, won't be slacking on any of it. Uh, so, yeah, good week, guys. Good dang week. Next time you hear from me, I'll probably have my voice back so I won't sound so crazy. Um, but, yeah, big win. 1-0. That's how we're leaving it. It's all that needs to be said. Raider Nation, I'll see you next time. Nobody builds 5G like Verizon builds 5G because we're the engineers who built the most reliable network in America. And the more you do with 5G, the more building it right matters. The more your network matters. The more Verizon engineers going the extra mile matters. It's us pushing us. It's Verizon versus Verizon. 5G built right from America's most reliable network. Most reliable based on rankings from Metric's second half 2020 U.S. report of three mobile networks. Results may vary. Award is not an endorsement.